Hey, I'm Sam. And I'm Julia. You're listening to the 29 Hour Podcast. This week, we talk to actress and singer-songwriter Lauren Marcus. Here she is. Have you guys closed now? We closed Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay. How was that? It was good. Are we doing it now? I is mean, this, this <laughs> can be in it or it could you not. Oh. Um, it was, closing was really great, and... Joe and I are like, it's the best closing we've ever been a part of because it's not it's not the end. So it's like we right. didn't feel this need to go out till four and five and drink and cry. And we just got to like I, it, it was like 1230. And I was like, we got to go home. Got shit to do tomorrow. <laughs> it's not over. We'll see you later. It feels like uh, going on summer vacation. Yeah. Which is nice. What what is that feeling? Because like? I've never had an experience where I've, I've never. Yeah, I it it truly just felt like I, I wasn't even sad in the slightest. Truly, I was just like, OK, I'll see you guys in a few months. Um, But it's it's really really nice and joe truly he was like i've never had a closing like that without being every closing has been really really sad so that's so interesting it's making me just think back on all the closings so i haven't been at that many closings period even when it's like hopeful it's still like oh but you don't know you know yeah Yeah. and certainly last time well he was gone last time we closed be more chill but last time was like okay that's it like never again (laughs) little did we know Yeah. It's funny. Do you feel like there was a certain point where you started entertaining like the idea that it could be anything other than the end? Only, only I would say fall winter of this past year. That's it, because we noticed um, all the crazy stuff happening like spring of last year. That's when it started. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in Florida, and I remember I got tagged in um, <laughs> this beautiful piece of fan art that was my character making out with my best friend. <gasps> Which, because also this, there's. I'm trying to remember, is that tied to anything? Or no, that's just no, what they except see? that so many of the fans are so um, obsessed with all the characters hooking up with each other. <laughs> like, truly, it's hysterical. There's a ship name. Also, I'm learning all this lingo. Right, <laughs> right. There's a ship name for like every two characters. <gasps> so, like, me and Jeremy is Poppy Love. Aww. And me and Chloe is, it might just be Pinkberry. I don't know. Um, mm. But so it started with that, and I repost it because I was like this is actually a beautiful drawing yeah. and then the next week there is like five photos and the next week there's 10 I was like what is going on and then it just completely completely exploded yeah. but I still didn't think anything was going to happen until like honestly like right before we found out wow. is that like how does that I mean I, I know I've like seen a bunch of articles like being like how did this happen but yeah. like how did this happen like, <laughs> okay. oh, was, yeah, was, there, like, was there like yeah. a was there like a one person I'll, at the epicenter I'll walk you or, like, through so, um, so show, we did the show in Two River. Um, for sure, there was, like, a little, like, teenage fans. Like, there were teenage fans started to come and, like, stage door in New Jersey. <laughs> it was, like, a few of them, but it was, you know. Were they traveling there, or were they? No, just in New Jersey. Like, a couple of them, like, really, really loved it. But, you know, the show ended, and it, like, died, and we're like, okay, that's the end of that. So, we made an album a month after that, because they wanted to preserve it, because uh, yeah. Shikaboom... Kurt Deutsch saw it and he really loved it and Two River really loved the show and they just wanted to preserve it. So we made this album, right? Which we recorded in like one day, whatever. Um, Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We had maybe two. You recorded that entire album in one day? We recorded it in maybe two or three hours. And we we didn't have a brush up rehearsal. Like we just remembered our stuff and then the band came in. It was like all live. Like and it was Ju- how many, how long after you closed? A month. Oh, okay. We, I mean, I believe the band and 
the singers we recorded at the same time. I was gonna ask. Yeah, it wasn't. We didn't do it to a track. We did it all at the same time. Um, and they, clearly they like went back and fixed some stuff. But like, um, wow. Yeah, like we That's did it in nuts. two or three hours. That it makes was, me feel like I'm doing everything wrong. No, <laughs> no. I, there's no. There's like no, no. There's no knowing what's right or wrong anymore. <laughs> um, so then, um, so then all that stuff started happening, and like the stuff I was talking about with the fan art. Yeah. Um. And truly, no engine behind it, no one pushing it, nothing. Um, and then it was somewhere around June. George Salazar also is like the st- the breakout star, <laughs> of it, right? So he asked Joe. He was like, "What? Have you noticed this? Like all this stuff that's happening online?" And Joe's like, "Yeah." And they kept watching it, but then they saw on Spotify that it was like the streams were like you know hitting a million after like nothing for for you know years and it kept climbing up and it kept climbing up but the thing is literally no one believed no one believed um like agencies uh like producers nobody believed it um because it's the internet and they're like they kept going like that's nice people like the album but they didn't get it and so then um (laughs) i think it was shikaboom was like oh be more chill moved on the soundtrack list from the nineties to between frozen and Hamilton, (laughs) like after three and a half years. And that's when people started to notice. And then adding in Spotify, it's like a hundred million streams at this point. It's crazy. And it's also, it became of 2017, the number two most tumbled about musical after Hamilton and in front of Dear Evan Hansen. I don't even understand Tumblr. I don't get it. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. That's the thing is like in my, like, like my, my main experience with Tumblr is like working on Reb and Vodka and me. Oh my God. Where it's like, there's also this like community that's like, yeah, rabid in a way. Right. So like, is, I'm I'm wondering if there's like a ringleader who was like, now we're all going to like be more chill. Some of the hardcore fans say that there's one person who started it. I Uh believe, I mean, I believe Either the drawing I reposted or someone else. Th- the name was, I think, Gay Rad Dad or Gay Rad Broadway Dad, like something <laughs> like that. Okay. So I could I could completely be giving credit to the wrong, but I've heard that name a couple times. But it's also very insane to think that maybe one person, right? Yeah, started that. So funny, like a patient zero. <laughs> yeah, no one knows. It's just you couldn't you couldn't ask for it. You couldn't make it yeah. happen if you tried yeah so what do you think is like the demographics like a lot of it is a lot of it is teenagers for sure um it is really really cool um and also i mean there are a lot of older people too who love it but clearly like the teens are are running running things um but uh it's it's i was just i went to see a show last night actually and um it was a play and it was all older people in the audience and someone's cell phone went off twice mm. once was during a suicide scene um <gasps> so that's great um and i i sat there and i thought oh wow i didn't hear one cell phone our entire huh. entire run and i feel like a lot of people are skeptical of what our audiences were sure they were enthusiastic like I, i'm not sure what night you were there they were extremely enthusiastic yes. the night really I was respectful there. like they yeah. want to oh, yeah. hear it um and then there were nights too when it was very clear it was a much more adult audience and huh. It was really cool, actually. Like it would, it, it, the show would start off, and there would be like not as many laughs in the beginning. We'd be like, "Oh shoot!" And then by the end, it was still the same reaction. It was just like hearing adults, huh. like, "Oh, we like this too!" Like yeah. rolling into it yeah. as opposed to starting and off like, "Oh my god!" 
But that makes sense. <laughs> so, like the things that really sing to the teens are not the same yeah. things that like really sing to the yeah, older people. Yeah, but the adults are finding some pretty, pretty cool stuff. I mean, I've talked to some adults who are like, oh, you know, it's about addiction. It's about drugging mm. our kids. It's about, I mean, everyone kind of finds something um, in it truly that feels relevant to them. I always That's say fun. like. And also, like, Michael in the Bathroom is a song that everybody knows. It's like, I literally, at, at my wedding, hid in the bathroom. <laughs> like, I get it. I actually it. really clearly remember hiding in the bathroom at my rehearsal dinner Did the you? night before my wedding. Gotta yeah. get away. It's too much. I lay down on the floor of the bathroom. Well, that I love. I didn't do that, but that's, I hope, I hope you were okay. I think I it turned fine. out okay. I just took, like, a 10-minute break. You just back. need a break. Yeah. It's, too, it's absolutely too much. Um, I love that you laid down. It's funny. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's. There's so many just um, insane, amazing teenagers. <laughs> yeah. I've I've never I mean I've never experienced I don't even think this really happens a ton in theater. So every day that was happening, I was like, okay, like <laughs> I'm. I, I know everybody everybody handles the fans differently. I'm certainly not used to it. I don't think mm. any of us is like Madonna, but I mean they're so. I know there have been some like weird things, but I haven't experienced that. Yeah. It's just. Is there any question of, like, in a way, like, to let this kind of thing happen in the first place, you have to sort of give a certain bit of yourself. Like, say they need to know your handle to, like, tweet, like, yeah. you know, the photos well, at you. We think Do you have questions about, like, drawing the line of, like, this is we, private for me? We have a lot of – we talk about that a lot. Um, and I also think something that helped it is – quite a few of us from the original cast engaged in a huge way on Instagram because also we're like, oh, my God. Uh -huh. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they really responded to that. Um, I mean, I, I think all the fan art is incredible. I can't believe – and, like, I daily get tagged in, like, I don't know, anywhere from, like, five to, like, 20 random things. And – I just can't, and some of them are so talented. I can't believe they're taking time out of their day <laughs> to to do this. We were in the dressing room, and we always we started joking, like we're picturing their parents, like, "What's she up to? She's been locked in her room. Up, <laughs> oh, she moved into the okay. She needs some room. She's spread out on the kitchen table. She's got the craft bin out. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone handles it differently. Like, I certainly get a bunch of um, DMs. And I don't respond to m most of them, but I do respond to some of them, especially the ones yeah. that, for whatever reason, hit me in a certain way. Um, and then if it gets weird or feels like I feel pressure to respond in a way, I just stop, which hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, I, I think that s some of these kids are, are used to that or they understand that. Mm. I think they understand that. Um, but on that hasn't happened very much. No one's been out of control with me, truly. Is you, just because you're saying for me, has there, is there anyone in the cast who's like a magnet for the weirder side of the spectrum? I mean, I think everyone's a magnet. And I also think Will Roland experienced with Dear Evan Hansen, because mm -hmm. that's also a darker show. De dealing for sure with the same issues thematically, but it's a darker show and I think attracted... Um, uh, a lot of emotional response. Mm -hmm. um, whereas I feel like a lot of our fans are like, your show saved me and now I feel great. And so <laughs> we're like, yay. Uh -huh. um, so I think, um, yeah, it, it's just, and some people tr truly could care less, not because they don't care about the fans. They're just like, I hate social media and mm -hmm. I, you know, 
Uh-huh. I'm not on it. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it is funny to feel sometimes like oh I should. I mean, because I call myself the grandma of technology, but it's weird to be like, oh, I should, I should really post a story today. <laughs> do you feel, do you feel a pressure to do that? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Where is that pressure coming from? Um, I think that. I I think I I I don't even know. I, maybe part of me is like, they're gonna forget about it by the time we get to Broadway, which is crazy. <laughs> Nobody knows. Like they won't. I don't think. But I. It's also like you get you get used to interacting on a daily basis with that, which I wasn't until the last year. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, Oh, Oh, I haven't done anything today. I should put something up there. Um, yeah, that, that's a great question. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I hate Twitter. You, you <laughs> like truly, when I do anything on Twitter, if you ever see it, th- know that that took like every inch of me <laughs> <laughs> to put it up there. I don't, Facebook feels different. I just, Instagram's easier. Yeah. No. Huh. Isn't it weird? It's so weird. And like I haven't had anywhere near any kind of experience it's like this. And weird. I still feel a weird pressure to like yeah. be present. Like and and not for anyone in particular. No, <laughs> no. I could, like I wish I had something to tell you. But also I am hoping that and uh, something that's been so <laughs> meant so much to me is um fans of be more chill finding music i've written uh-huh. yeah. that that's been incredible that's been like uh, it's it's weird it's weird to be like down the stage line they're like hey, i downloaded your album and i love um yeah i got the one that got away back i'm like oh my god you know it <laughs> so i also think part of me hopes that that'll help with that like yeah. broaden that totally a bit only because we were just talking about my wedding, I feel I should also mention that one of your songs was on my <gasps> wedding playlist. Was it really it the was. wedding song? Um, actually, was it the you're, wedding song? You're like, I, I don't, don't think know. It was. I think it, what's the first track? Oh, I got the one that got away back. Yeah, I think it was That's that so one. That's so funny. I had, um, actually, I had something really funny happen about. It might have also, actually, I might have been on Never Really Done With You. Oh, Dude, so I had funny. a couple There's a wedding of song, which is what. <laughs> I know, but I was making a whole flow. That's really sweet. There's Wedding Dinner One, which has like a million songs that had, I think, like practically the whole album. And then I'm not trying to remember which one I whittled That's it down really, to. Thank you, Julia. That's really sweet. <laughs> um, I had um somebody email me a while ago. Really, really, really sweet girl. And she said something like, oh, I just, you know, I, I love your album and I really respond to it, especially the wedding song. Like, I understand what it's like to go through it. And we kept talking. And eventually I was like, oh, how how old are you? Twelve. Yeah. <gasps> okay. <laughs> of course. I, I appreciate it, though. Like, please, I'm sure you do respond in your own way. It's just so funny. Yeah. It's so funny how people react to yeah. different things. That sort of reminds me of the thing of, like, my theory that everyone has an inner age that they always are. Mine's 16. I think mine is 16. Do you? <laughs> yes. I still sometimes when I'm walking alone at night think, how can I possibly be allowed to be doing this? <laughs> like if it feels like I'm supposed to be home reporting to yeah. my parents or something. For huh. me, the reason I especially think that is I feel like the amount of like delight and attention I have for like little social machinations is infinite. I love that. 16. Yeah. What's yours? I don't know. I've never. I mean, I definitely like. S- I've heard it like this, but I've never heard it like an age. Well, what do you feel like? Do I don't you know. Feel I've, older always, or younger I've always felt age? like I, I've always felt younger. Yeah. 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 It's also like I, whenever 
I watch any movie from like the 90s or 80s, all I can think is how old they look. Mm. And then I always have to IMDb their age partially to reassure myself that I don't know. I don't know if I were to become super famous and get a like that I can play a certain age, which is ridiculous. Mm. It's completely self-serving. <laughs> and then the other part of it is just I need to know how old they are. Um, yeah, because if they tr- I can't tell if it's just because i grew up watching them and they look older or they oh, everyone just looked older i do think people looked older i think so too huh. um i think something about the way that people dressed something, and comported their themselves hairsty- something yeah. about hairstyles hairstyles clothes yeah. makeup somehow mm-hmm. yeah i also it freaks me out now when i see like mainstream movies where the protagonists are younger than me yeah mm. i dislike that yeah like movies that you watched and then like movies that come out now yeah. where it's like about two hot people finding love with each other and I'm like older oh, than yes. both the characters and the actors. Yeah, it makes me it makes <laughs> me feel very weird. We were watching Johan on the other night, Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion. Oh, one of the best comedies of all yeah, time. Very, very funny. And I was like, they're both supposed to be younger than me so i immediately <laughs> i am dv'd and yeah, felt yeah. better because they were my age yeah yeah <laughs> older than us even no mercy we know must be older than us she was 30 oh. when it was made when it was made so definitely older than us now but 30 okay. was made lisa kudrow was 33 and janine Groffalo was 30 maybe four i'm not She's kidding i am like thing though i think about this a lot is that like i'm 31 uh-huh and People, oh, I still get carted out R-rated course, movies. So, like, people who people of all ages look look like they could be any age. Yes, I can't tell any. I can't yeah. tell anybody's age. I'm even sitting here thinking, like, I I don't. I also like associate people's age when I first meet them. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, I to me, you don't look like a day older than when we first Aww. met. So yeah, I'm not even sure yeah. what I like say. It's so funny. Right. Yeah, um, I just like, turned 35. I feel like. Did you really? Yeah. Mm-mm. I, I truly wouldn't have. <laughs> I feel like there's well, this like <laughs> there's this really um, strong urge to like categorize people in this way and say like oh well you don't really look 31, but like yeah. what does it actually mean to look 31 when people who are 31 can look from 15 to 50? You I know? have no idea. I guess we think about it a lot just because it's in this business, yeah. but it's it's honestly so arbitrary. My last manager told me he's like, well you're never gonna play a teenager again, huh. and then like. After that, I played like three. Yeah. It's just—it's just truly what someone, yeah, you know, sees or thinks. And especially I mean, with like theater stuff, with like whatever the rest of the cast is. You yeah, know. our cast is a pretty solid like twenty-seven plus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So I feel okay in there, and I think we're we're embracing it. And also, I think like there's a really eighties aesthetic, so it's like something that is kind of fun to play into. Uh-huh. Um, oh, that's interesting. I hadn't really thought about that with the show. Maybe that's well. I guess all the '80s throwback stuff, obviously, like the Mountain yeah. Dew and the yeah. I'm just now. I'm There's like, like neon colors everywhere, yeah. and also it's like um, <clears throat> I think they play into like '80s high school movies a lot too. Huh. So yeah, neat. Age is just a construct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, all of that to say, like, I don't know. I, I don't think you should be, like, freaking out about, like, watching Romeo and Michelle. <laughs> I don't know why I do it. I've always done it. Like, and I think it's just, like, it's so stupid. It's, like, as though I actually could be in a a, a Hollywood movie. Like, no. I've, of course like, you could. Maybe. But it's, like, I it's like I use that as some sort of. Yeah. The thing, that, the thing that I'm bumping up against lately is, like, people who are currently, like, 22 or, yeah. or like, 22 to 25 who are in movies 
looking older than me like mm. looking older than I currently look. Do you have playing an example? Like 25 what? Do you have an example? Yeah, no, I point. can't think of an example off the top of my head, but I I I do like remember having the experience recently finding out that a person who I think looks way older than I do is actually like 23. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I I know that. Yes. Um so I think there's, you know, there's a whole spectrum of there experience. Is. You know, la- when we at Two River when we did be more chill uh, there was, I think, a five-year difference between uh, the guy playing Jeremy and the dad, and now <laughs> there's a uh, six, seven. Uh-huh. Very. Silly. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's insane. <laughs> seven, s- really? Seven I years. Did, I did a reading where the guy who played my dad was a year younger than me. <laughs> yeah. Are you joking? No, I it mean, just... I was, I was playing a seven-year-old, but. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just, yeah. I always feel especially bad when you're doing like a reading situation like that and you cast someone for like a totally age inappropriate part. Because in one way, it's not like you're like, this is going to go into Broadway tomorrow and you're all coming. But it's especially like you would never play this role. Right. Well, I had um, actually because you've done a a few readings of Fall Springs or Uh Spring Falls. Fall Springs. Fall Springs. Wait, were you? Did we do the one together? Yes. Where I I was like a last, last, last minute sub. And also I had trouble getting to rehearsal that, that was a whole oh. thing but i walked in and i like didn't understand the part i was playing so i like went to sit with the teen like all the people i've oh, done readings right. with before <laughs> and then they're like no 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 go sit with the parents yeah. and i looked and i was like um <laughs> <laughs> this feels so not correct so i think funny. i was playing like nora shell's mom who then we did right. company together right <laughs> like, right it just felt right. bizarre yeah um yeah oh so I'm I'm kind of curious to talk to you about that reading because yeah there's something you did in it that I thought was like like literally it, it was a it was a super fast process uh-huh. and you learn this like crazy patter song um that just comes out of the blue it's like not do you do, do you remember <laughs> I, this I do remember the that theme song. song I do remember song. Um, I was on book though I mean oh yeah, yeah of course yeah, of yeah. course but like but like every other time I've worked on that show it's sort of like is everything whoever's playing that part can do to just sort of like get just a handle get on it words really yeah but like you came in and you were like cool this person is having a breakdown as she sings this song and like like in the process of this like three-day reading you like delivered this like insane performance that was so exciting That's to watch really sweet because like, i have to tell you i felt so terrible about that reading i don't know if it's because i felt like it was age inappropriate i truly don't know but I felt very not funny on like the lines. I gotta let it go. Years ago. God, why are we so hard on ourselves? You were also wonderful. Thank you. Um, just so you know. But like did like I, I, I guess I'm curious, like, this is an example, but like yeah. broadening it out, like how like like what goes on in your brain when you're approaching material like that? You know what I mean? I think that having a breakdown material honestly is my specialty. <laughs> I don't know when that started and like even with um the Jonathan Larson project that's coming up. I got, I was given a song that is, it's not getting married with, I'm breaking down with mm. ammonia. If you know that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tr- and crossword puzzle. And I was like, mm-hmm. like that. It just, I don't know what it is. I think maybe that it's almost like because the breakdowns occurring, maybe I let myself, have a little more freedom in terms of if I'm not singing it correctly mm. or something that 
that has never been hard for me. I don't, I don't know why. I don't. I think looking like a crazy person in front of people <laughs> is something I think. Maybe it's just because I'm so crazy in my head that it's like, oh, great, I get to use <laughs> it for something. <laughs> and also, I, I think the other part of that is just um, technically, um, being able to sight read is like the best the, and I'm not wonderful it's just something I'm like good at I guess mm-hmm. I went to, I got a music degree has been probably one of the most helpful things I've ever ever in my life I feel like sometimes I've gotten tripped up on Michael J- Michael R. Jackson's music and mm. your music um <laughs> but it's so so satisfying when yeah I um, know but you're definitely in the camp of like we know Lauren's gonna be able to learn this quickly and do it amazingly thank you yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. So I love breakdown songs. Yeah, I love watching you perform That's really, them. really sweet. <laughs> and you just don't have any other choice and just like do it. So Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Is that I like would I would kill myself if I had to learn like a beautiful ballad, I think, in, in, in I feel, like a day. I feel similarly. I, I would, no way. Yeah. Is that something, like you said, like you've always sort of been able to like look like a fool in front of people. Mm-hmm. Like, like really always? Let me think about that. I think I'm, th- I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I think in college that's, so I went to a vocal performance program and like everyone could sing. Um, and I really felt like I was kind of on the, like not a good as, as singer as everyone, but I felt like I, I was a good actor and I v- really felt like the more, I delved into that the better the better it felt and I felt like on an equal playing field I mm-hmm. guess again with everybody and then it felt like the more I got out of my own way and stopped trying to control it the better response I got um and and then I guess I just kept like exploring that I'm trying to think of like I did this thing called um if it only runs a minute uh, years ago where Jen Tepper signed me the song If. I don't uh-huh. know if you know that. Yeah. And I, I it um it's this older song from like the forties and it's uh, like a tongue twister and it's crazy and she has a breakdown <laughs> by the end. I think that might have been the first time that I really like leaned in. Leaned into <laughs> it uh-huh. hard. But it's so fun because it's like there's no there's no there's no rules and to let yourself not have to like plan it out and just mm-hmm. honestly anything goes I don't think a lot of people like doing that or yeah. try and I, I think people like seeing people I, I sometimes mm-hmm. I don't I mean I sometimes I don't know what's gonna happen like I I don't know am I answering this yeah no just this, is, I, this is fascinating I don't know do you feel like that like I, I feel I like I feel like I'm on a journey yeah and I feel like Everything you're saying makes perfect sense to me. And at the same time, like, I want to be able to control that, like, what I'm going to deliver is going to be valuable. You you know, know? it's weird. I'm such a perfectionist that way. And I've only let go of that in the last few years where it's even embarrassing to say, but it's like if a show happened and I didn't say every line the way I thought it should be said, I would, like, go home and cry because I'd be like, I didn't deliver my show. So I've let that go recently. Yeah. But whatever it is about those types of songs, those just, I don't yeah. know. I n- always have given myself permission to like yeah. go yeah. off the map. Well, cause I it's more interesting if you don't know what's going to happen and it's yeah. more like true to life. I had a professor once say something where he was like, it was like a song analysis thing. And he said something about like, 
you just all you, your only job is to like hook in emotionally at the beginning and then like hang on. Yeah. And then it's not going to go wrong. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting too thinking about like, like you were saying with like breakdown scenes that they sort of like baked into it is the room to do that. I wonder if that's true on like a larger level of like there's certain shows that give you the room to like to, have that. To, I don't know. Well, I mean like, you know, it's funny. So I did company and I was saying not getting married and that was a highly, highly staged breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like it was. How do you, how do you mean this? It was the same thing, quote unquote, like every night, but it didn't feel like you mean that. physically on stage or yeah, like physically the yeah. blocking was the same. Yeah. But you know what was scary is I um I think uh, hopefully hopefully you know the the creative team isn't sitting at home like God <laughs> what the hell did you do? <laughs> um, but um I we our first few music rehearsals um our wonderful MD, uh, Darren Cohen, he was like kind of, we were working on it and I think they really wanted me to like get through one whole phrase without a breath and like get this, like very technical Mm -hmm. and very quickly it became clear to me that that would be a challenge for me Yeah, because once I started, it's like my breath was crazy and I I couldn't control it Um, and luckily they kind of let me explore that a little bit more. Um, Yeah, it's just, it's interesting just like listening to this from the composer point of view and like hearing you describe of like when you can be a little bit looser and make it a little bit more your own that it lives so much does that, more. Does that scare you though? <laughs> it makes me think, it makes me wonder, it makes me wonder if I'm thinking about things the right way because I feel like if you're going to be a little stickler and say, yeah. you know, every little thing should be like this, you sort of know what you're hanging on to because what you're hanging on to is everything. Right. And I'm sort of thinking like, if you're not holding so tightly to everything, like it makes you look at your work a little bit in a different way about like what to let go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I what th- sort of gives it its DNA is the thing. I mean, I'm super lucky. I feel like Joe is so, all- he literally could care less. Like, I mean, <laughs> he, 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 I think he gravitates towards actors first anyway. Um, but it, it, he, like if you mess up a lyric or you mess up he's fine he never really unless it's like you're completely fucking up a rhyme or something but like and she's like that's a good rhyme messing up happens yeah. yeah like making a decision but he really it's like the notes on the page are the very very firm suggestion mm-hmm. and then you can kind of do what you want so for better or worse I think that's the type of performer yeah I've turned into but I think it's interesting, though, because his stuff still does have a really strong sense of, like, identity. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, you can hear it, and you know it's Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. But it is it is different. I mean, and also, like, your your music is so different. And so, like, I think of, like, when we did Pregnancy Pact and, like, something like a hummingbird heartbeat. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, we're not just going to be mm-hmm. winging it on that. And it's <laughs> so fucking gorgeous. It's just, like, a different – it's a different – thing and still completely actable it's just a different I don't I don't know but you but I feel like I always have to find out what type of what what the right what type of writer yeah Uh that person is because sometimes they do not like that when you play around (laughs) I guess it's also different like I 
in the like the reverse of that like knowing what kind of actor you're getting like I feel like like I would probably be much more like excited with like you specifically to be like okay if we play around what will this be like than someone who I didn't know you know what I mean yeah yeah which maybe is I don't know because I mean I'm I don't know but also musical theater is weird and like I I'm 32 now I'm really I feel like I'm more comfortable than I have been in a really long time about who I am the type performer and like I really come to accept the fact that apparently as I've been told over and over and over again my voice is very like the nice word is unique like it's a unique voice which I like but like for several years I just carried that with me as like bad and so I feel like I get really self-conscious in readings and things that I'm not doing what the writer wants like and so I I don't really know. I totally. This is so interesting. You talk I about was, it, please. I was literally going to bring up the word unique as it relates to you because, like, it is a very apt word. But I don't think of yeah, it in and a negative way. Not even just vocally, but even like. That's presence. really. That's really sweet. Yeah. I just. I mean, truly, like, I've I've had agents say to me, like, no, like your voice. I don't like your voice. <laughs> like, what do you say to that? Like, it's like okay. I've and had like, the same thing actually. I mean, what do you? It's like, well, I'm still doing like, this. Cool, bye. Cool, <laughs> bye, bye, bye. I guess it's not a good match. But like, I guess I'm interested in like you just said, like you've you're sort of at the tail end of a journey where now you're very comfortable. Like, what what were the other steps along the way before that? Like, um, how like how how I don't like know. When what the did that happen? Is. Yeah, like like or or why did you why did you associate it as a bad thing? Um, I associated it as a bad thing because I knew I didn't sound especially in college okay you know how this is so stupid this is so stupid but you know how if you're told you're good at one thing you assume you're terrible at the other thing yes what 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 was that for you if you feel if you don't mind me asking well I mean different people have told me that about different things and I'm like oh cool well then that means that you think this other thing is very bad right (laughs) I remember when I took piano lessons I would always get you play really musically which I took as you're not technically good you're not technically good (laughs) but like musically woo Yeah. yeah and so I just kept getting that in school like you're such a good actor you're such a good actor and then I was like okay so my voice is terrible and like cool 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 um I don't I don't know why. And um I mean so I yeah. think I was reflecting on this cuz like I think it's hard when you're coming up and establishing yourself as a very unique person yeah. to get people to like really see what you have to offer. Oh, oh yeah. And like it's hard to like even though like literally all of the performers that we're all obsessed with are extremely unique i say bernadette peters wouldn't work now i'm like she like like literally no one would would be hard for her to to break through can you even imagine like i mean yeah yeah but like (laughs) it's hard even though we like look to these people and we're like oh my god they're so amazing they're so like distinctive legendary and when mm -hmm. we get told like oh yeah i can't really see what you're doing it's hard to remember that like we're our own unique thing yes Yes, I yeah. I think like I try to say it now to myself like and feel very good about it as opposed to bad. I also think the last ten years in musical theater, ten years or so, um, I would say like I wish I'd been around in the eighties or before that. But like the last ten years or so, a very distinct sound has mm-hmm. has come about, and it's kind of like the spring awakening, mm-hmm, American mm-hmm. idly like they cross, they come go into each other, and I cannot sing like that. I don't huh. sing like that. Yeah. Um. And 
so that just really got in my head. But I also think once I started doing the singer songwriter thing, I really, I find like they spent years in college kind of like hammering out, like, don't do that, don't glottle, don't do all that. And then it was my music, so like nobody could tell me how to sing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got comfortable doing that. Also, I went to grad school for acting, and they <laughs> told me my voice was weird. My <gasps> speaking voice. <gasps> they truly, they, they like had me doing stuff like, huh. Ha, ta ha, the raven flies at midnight. It's just like, I what got do you told that I pronounced my own name incorrectly. No, you have to be joking. <laughs> no, no. What they. Well, because Sam, I kind of say it as like a diphthong. Yeah. Sam. How dare you? But, huh. but it's supposed to be Sam. Sam. <laughs> I don't know. You're supposed whatever. to sound British when you say your I name? It's just, it's supposed to be just like the, what's the one A sound that's like ah. Ah. Like Pat. Oh, yeah. Like Pat. Sam. Pat. You when know, I was Sam. little, I really couldn't say my name because I couldn't say L's. So when I was introducing <laughs> myself, I'd say, I can't tell you my name, Stop. but I can spell it for you. <laughs> they said, really yes. That reminds me of when I used to babysit <laughs> and I was babysitting these two little girls and one ran ahead to the ice cream store and this little girl named Jasmine, she wasn't running. I went, Jasmine, don't you want to catch up with Tessa? And she goes, I'm not allowed to run. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she hurt herself a lot. <laughs> oh. Spell it for you. But uh, what is it about, like, what, <laughs> what, like? Oh yeah, I love this conversation. What is <laughs> it about, like, why do we get told, like, you, you're doing this weird, do it more correctly, when, like, Don't we know. can all see that, like, the people who are doing the most interesting work mm-hmm. are all extremely Don't unique. No, I don't know. Um, and it's like. I don't know. I mean, I certainly so jealous of so many of like my contemporaries for the f- up until like a couple years ago. Honestly, I mean, I'm still jealous. We're all whatever. We're all crazy. But th- the last year or so has been really kind to me. And I've really finally gotten to play some roles where it's like, OK, that I'm different. But I feel like I kept trying to fit into some box I could I'm not gonna be in Spring Awakening I'm not gonna be an American idiot I'm not gonna be and like I I just I would like really love to see you in Spring Awakening though. I don't know they would not Julia <laughs> I even went to the open call where like literally everyone got through and they typed me out I think I was like do I, I and and they typed actually out in the same group was a guy who I went to school with who is now my manager my current manager wow. um but I was there like there's no way I look too old. Like everyone says, yeah. I was 22. Like I still look 14. Like yeah. I still don't get it. I have that and too. Like every once in a while, many, many, many things I don't get. And I understand that it would have been a long shot to get it. But every once in a while, I just decide that something yeah. is rightfully mine. And it's so mm-hmm. shocking. It's <laughs> shocking. Um, I actually was just telling this story today. Uh, but Joe and I were watching some late night show and Bridget Everett was mm-hmm. on it. Uh-huh who's amazing and struggled for so many years um and nobody took notice of her and now it's like I almost think like because of that she was able to become this fully formed unique I think it's like you get to this place I I got to a place maybe about four or five years ago where I was like just like fuck it like (laughs) okay I'm gonna be like as weird as I want to be and that was nice I guess yeah it's so nice it's nice. I mean, I'm still plenty hard on myself, yeah. but I don't know wh- who these people are. It's like, I guess their agents are casting people who are trying to f- fit you into a way you can work easily. Mm. And I guess unless the perfect role mm. comes along, it's really hard to see where you fit in. Yeah. 
thinking about like why it happened, I'm just thinking about, like from the angle of like teachers who's giving this feedback. I guess it is like cynically speaking, it's easier to like tell everyone how to conform to a thing than like I'm trying to think how I would teach someone who came in with no characteristics how to how be to unique. Be. Oh. You know what's so funny though? I remember many years ago, uh, because I went to the EPA for Weston for pregnancy packs, uh-huh. and that's how that happened. Yeah. I remember before I went and I was like, maybe I'd have a shot at this musical because it's more than one girl. <laughs> it's a group mm. of girls. And because it's like because like I there's so many different types like maybe I'd have a shot because there's like a there's probably a weird one. And a bunch <laughs> of turns out Jen with two ends like mm-hmm. there's kind of a weirdo in there. Um, and like it's just. I guess when you're working in an industry when usually there's one or two slots for a girl, they need to be a certain way and they need to be very like, "Ah, ah, ah." (laughs) what does that sound? (laughs) I don't know. It's something I can't do. (laughs) 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 I want to riff really badly. (laughs) Oh, that was riffing. Okay. Oh I remember God. you played you get that audition. I know. What was I it thinking? It was so great. It's the only audition I ever worked for. I do want you to know. And like, <gasps> so I tried so hard after that. Never again. But it was magical. Pregnancy so pack. Magical. Wow. We're going back to Weston uh, this month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so nice there. It's, it is really nice there. You can eat so much cheese. I know. I am. I'm kind of plant-based now, but on ah. Mondays I eat cheese and meat. <laughs> so... Whatever. Does that fuck with your body to eat cheese meat one day a week? I don't know yet. I've I've only been doing that for I about think three that's weeks. That's pretty like it's pretty typical to have like a cheat day. I think yeah. it's like it's the idea is that the majority, it's like you'll you'll make a big enough difference with the majority mm-hmm. of what you mm-hmm. eat, and it's not long enough without doing it that your body is like, what is right. this? Yeah, and I like I haven't been crazy. I just like for whatever reason like we did it like this tasting course and then the week before we actually did another we did so many tasting courses <laughs> no it was just like special occasions oh, nice. um so yeah I now i'm just thinking about menu. all the things they said in college what do they say to you guys in college gosh for my thing in college was it was like an academic classical music department yeah so i got a lot of like really friendly well-meaning like other students in the department just struggling so hard to think of something they could say that would seem like they were interested in what I was doing oh my (laughs) god right of course like no one was mean but it was just like you know like someone would bring in this like really like interesting academic like piece of music and people would just talk about it for like 30 minutes and then I'd bring in you know like a setting of a poem or a film score or something like this they'd be like that's cute yeah that's really cute Julia <laughs> it was sad, but I did have a good advisor who was the one who was like, "You should go to school for musical theater." Oh, oh, good, good, yeah, good advice. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> what about you? Mine was different. I mean, I went to a liberal arts school, and the I was a theater major, but um, it wasn't like in a conservatory where everyone's like gearing you to like what you're going to do in the business and in the industry. Yeah. So no one was ever like commenting on like my viability commercially or whatever, but I wasn't, I wasn't, um, it was a straight theater program and I was like primarily interested in musicals and there wasn't a whole lot of opportunity. Right. And while I was there, I auditioned for all the plays and literally never got cast (laughs) in a single play. I got cast in all the musicals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, weird how that works. So, and now like, you know, I'm. I'm far more interested in plays and good cast uh, in them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love 
doing straight plays. I love not singing. Yeah. I love it. Me too. I did um, uh, The Humans this year and the cast was all people who only do straight plays and they were, they were so talented, so great, but it made me um, laugh because like once or twice they'd be like, oh, this show is just so demanding. And I, <laughs> I like truly like we had to maybe go up a staircase twice. Right. Yell two lines at the end if you felt like moved to do it. And when mm-hmm. I think about like be more chill yeah. physically mm-hmm. what's happening yeah uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, like, yes, you literally joke. injured an ankle yes. on that show yes which was that's a whole story i've i'm not a dancer i've never injured myself in that way i've never done something like that on stage mm. in front of people and then i had no idea what the aftermath would be and i'm trying to let go of like the silliness but it happened um, i'm just gonna tell the story Yay. i love telling the story um, so it was the beginning of Act Two, where I'm dressed as a sexy dog. Mm-hmm. That's so wonderful. Um, perfect. And there's this thing we do that's called jump style, this dance. And at the end of it, it's <laughs> I think I am also. I'm not a dancer. It's a series of like kicks and turns. And at the very end of it, all of a sudden, I was on the floor, and I like had no idea what happened. Whoa. I couldn't feel anything because I was in shock, but I knew something was wrong. Oh gosh. Nobody knew what happened because Gerard Canonical, God bless him, thought I made a bold new choice and started like headbanging with me on the floor. Oh, wow. And so I've just never, I know, apparently like it's just the most common injury for people. I'm sure Jason Tam held my hand and told me it happened to him, but I like, I don't think Jason Tam do a show where it happened to him every night. (laughs) Oh yeah, I actually play the character where it did happen, but it also did happen to him. Oh, it did. Um, yeah. In real life. Mm -hmm. Uh, but like I just sat there and like I was singing. I'm never gonna forget what it felt like to be singing on the floor, like literally like just looking at the audience, like just completely breaking that wall, like what do I do next? So then I like stood up and I was like, Oh, can't walk on that. And I hopped over to Will Roland, who just like had no idea what was ha- happening and like gently turned me around and guided me to where I was supposed to go because oh I was not God. in the right place. Hopped off stage, was trying to figure out what happened, hopped on for one more scene, and then was like Everyone, what's so funny is everyone kept going, don't finish the show, like you'll hurt yourself. Um, and I was like, how would I even go about finishing the show? I cannot <laughs> walk. <laughs> they took like my sexy dog whatever off and I, I thought it was the bone. It was it was not. It was not. It's just an ankle sprain. I went to the hospital. Um, my uh, One of the swings, Talia, made her off-Broadway debut <sighs> at smartphone hour, like mid-show. She was oh, wonderful. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that insane? They're like, Talia. Yeah. And it was the only time in the show that I had, I didn't have to be on for this one like couch move that like she could have had time to, without the show stopping. Wow. wow. Um, so then that happened. Then I was out for three weeks and unbelievably depressed. I've never sprained an ankle. I don't know if you guys have. Mm-hmm. No. But I did it on a Wednesday. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll be back Tuesday. And I refused to tell our stage manager even Tuesday because I was like, it might be Saturday or Sunday. I didn't know that it's a for sure like two or three week situation. You're done. Like you're not Mm. walking. And I forget at that point, did you guys know that it was going to Broadway? We did. Okay. Which you think might have made me be okay with it. But I wasn't, turns out. And I've never missed a show of anything. And so it was the first time I'd ever called out or anything, which I realize now Maybe it's good that the seal is broken in a weird way because mm-hmm. um, it's not worth it, like injuring yourself. Um, but it was it was awful. It was awful being out every night. Um, it was so hard. PT was insane. My physical therapist wasn't going to let me go back at all. But then she wow. relented when she figured out that I was doing absolutely everything she said. And mm-hmm. also because we have a break coming up. 
I went back. I really didn't have a modified track. I went back into it, but my ankle did really well. Um, did you, were you like mentally like, well, here's, here's what's crazy. And I've never, I'm, I finally like letting go the shame talking about this because I think this is just something that a bajillion performers have dealt with. And I didn't know it was a thing. So I went back and walked my track twice before I went, before I went into the show um, with Jen Tepper's mother, <laughs> she's like a, a physical therapist, which is amazing. Yeah. So she came and um, I got to Halloween and I started to cry hysterically. And I was like, oh, my God, I had no idea that was in there. Then I was like, OK. And I danced. I did the dance like five times in a row. Then I got to the scene afterwards. I started crying again because I was like, oh, the last time I was here doing this, I was so confused and yeah. I was on stage mm. disoriented. And I was in the show for the last two weeks and I'm not, I'm not kidding. Every time intermission started, I would get nauseous and it did not let up until the dance was over. Wow. And so I'm assuming it's going to be fine <laughs> when we go back. Cause I don't want to be taken out of it. Like I really, yeah. Yeah. it's fun, but, but also you'll have rehearsal leading. In, we'll right? have rehearsal. Yeah. I'll have p- PT mil- million times. Yeah. Like I've been working on my ankles. Mm. I know it's a freak thing and I know it just happens, but um, I don't think I was expecting to have any type of, PTSD about it but that's a real thing I guess maybe real dancers though just like get over it to me I was like it probably happens (gasps) to them more often I think so yeah I can't even Jason Tam he was so lovely when it happened holding my hand I was like sobbing Mm. and he was like don't go back on finish it I made that mistake Mm. and um I I mean I just don't know how dancers deal with that yeah 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 I'm glad you're okay. Thanks. I have my brace. I took it off. <laughs> this is actually like the first morning I haven't done all my exercises. So I'm feeling <gasps> very, um, just because it was time, feeling very nervous. But also apparently they can still swell up to like eight months after. Whoa. So oh. I'm not allowed to jump anymore for like six more weeks. <laughs> but um, also what's hysterical is because like I could never afford this. This is just through like, um, you know, insurance with the show and everything because mm-hmm. it happened at the job. They sent me to physio arts, which I didn't realize is like where I feel like all these crazy like theater people that I like respect very much go. Oh. And so every time I go in there, it's someone I'm like, oh my God, like I, I, I'm sitting next to, like, I'm, like I'm balancing on a ball. I was injured ball. at the same time as. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Like I, I always yeah, you're like, special how, are, how are you hurt? Like, <laughs> Um, it's wow. not quite the same, but I had friends who I think went to the same OBGYN as <laughs> Lynn Manuel Miranda. Ooh. And the one time they saw them in the waiting room, they were so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Freak out. Yeah. Same doctors. <laughs> the babies can totally be friends. <laughs> <laughs> the one time I was ever injured on stage. Yeah. What happened? I'm I so s- I, um, I cut my forehead open oh, on, a, on, a, on a metal chair. Um, it's a whole long thing. It doesn't matter. Mid-show? Mid-show, about five minutes into an hour-long children's oh. show. Oh, no. And I did finish the show because <laughs> what happened was I banged my head at the beginning of this big dance number where I'm in this big poofy dress and we're dancing with <laughs> Tina Turner, right? Right. And But I'm like... I hit my head, but I'm like, okay, I got to get to my place. I got to get into That's formation. It's so disorienting that and you have no idea what's we're happening. Singing, yeah, I have no idea what's <laughs> happening. And we're, I, <laughs> oh, I, no. I'm like, I'm like, ow, my head kind of hurts, but like, you know, I'm okay. 
and we're singing the song and I all of a sudden I start feeling like something wet on my face. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And I like doing the I'm doing the choreography and I like casually like bring my hand up when I can and I'm I look at my hand and I'm like, Oh, that's that's red liquid that's coming off my face. Oh red, just some red, casual um, red liquid. (laughs) This was a theater experience, so we were sort of in random venues and at this one our stage manager happened to be off stage right. And I looked over at her and I kind of like show her my oh. red hand <laughs> and I see her like wildly like oh beckoning me off stage. And I'm like, oh, interesting. So <laughs> I'm like, oh in the middle of literally the song is called Lucille Camille Chenille. The three of us are all we're all one of those three people. Which show is this again? Junie B. Jones. Yes. Got it. And the 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 chorus of the song is like us saying our own names. Mm-hmm. So like when I leave stage, all of a sudden there's this like big empty oh part no. of the song because we, we're like repeating oh our names over God. and over. So it's like Lucille. Chenille. <laughs> um, um, but she's like cool um it looks okay i'm just gonna clean you up here's some ga- i'm gonna get some gauze we're gonna clean up the blood and we're gonna get you out and like literally the next number of the show was like my um my oh, main no. track oh, the like no. friend character meeting the lead for the first time and singing this like beautiful little friend song called you can be my friend yeah. on the school bus um and it's supposed to be like sweet and lovely but she's like getting me cleaned up and like the show is going on without you know camille or whatever Mm -hmm. but then all of a sudden it's time to get on the bus and i'm still sort of getting cleaned up she's putting a band-aid over my head and part of the reason why it happened was because my um my mic had the batteries and my mic had died so she's also like replacing the (laughs) the batteries and so finally (laughs) she's like cool you're good to go out there just get out there but they already boarded the bus so the bus is already like m- in motion on stage, right? And you know, not actually, not actually in motion, but all the characters are pretending that yeah. the bus is going. So I just walk out and sit down on my seat, <laughs> sit down on my seat in the bus, and unbeknownst to me, because see the motion of just like running as fast as you can and catching the bus. Um, no, so I'm just sitting there and I'm meeting my m- meeting the Junie and like. <laughs> unbeknownst to me there's like caked dried blood oh my like, god on the side of my face because i didn't have a mirror and she's just like you're fine you're fine a just children's get out horror there. story yeah. yeah so now we're singing this and in my left hand i'm holding a bunch of bloody gauze <laughs> <laughs> and like part of the choreography of this number is like us holding hands um and so like we get to the part where she's supposed to grab my hand and she kind of just gives me this look like are you okay and i'm like hey, i'm okay like i think i'm okay like i feel okay <laughs> Um, and like, I'm sure the kids were like, what is happening? <laughs> um, it turns out like, so like that show, I, there was maybe like a two minute period where I had nothing to do mm-hmm. in the whole hour. So when I got to that two minutes, I finally found a mirror backstage and was like, oh, cool. I'm still bleeding. Um, I finished out the show and I was like, we were supposed to do a second one in about an hour. Uh-huh. And I was like, cool. I'm going to go to the ER and get some stitches because oh I... You got stitches. Yeah. And so they did the second show without me. Is I there, don't know Were how. there swings on the tour? No, no. Of course so not. So what they do? Um, <laughs> they uh, <laughs> they, uh, in space right they now. just made it work. Apparently, there's like a contingency plan, but you're not allowed to know about it. Until, until the problem happened. happens. Well, also, like, huh. in Be More Chill, no other girls could call out for three weeks. Because oh. we only oh, had one girl. Oh, sure, swing. yeah. And I was huh. covering Christine, so mm-hmm. it's, like, literally no one could call out. And yeah. there were there were some injuries. <laughs> oh. But, like, oh, no. and they were very brave. Did you ever go on with Christine? I did not. <sighs> no. I want to see that someday. I did the first um, couple readings uh, as Christine, and then I sang the demo that went out to everyone auditioning for Christine, which is also <laughs> so bizarre to think about. Uh, yeah. but no. uh, 
That's so a crazy. terrible, frightening story. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. But I did not go to physio arts and see. No. I so just went to like an ER on Long I, Island. Physio like arts, <laughs> I was sitting there the other day in the waiting room and Mark Shaman came up to me. It's like literally, it's, <sighs> it, it's just astounding being yeah. in yeah. there when you're already at your most vulnerable. Uh-huh. Like, I'm balancing on a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow. oh, cool. That person's in SpongeBob. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Great, 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 great. Mm. Can we talk? I mean, like, just to sur- not radically shift gears, but no. like, I'm kind of curious to hear about just sort of like the Joe Iconis family. Yeah. Like how, like, how, I just want to hear you talk about it. I'm, can I ask a question before I answer it? Yeah. Um, cause I was also talking about that before today. I did an interview with Jen Tepper today, who's making a Ooh. Be More Chill Coffee Table book. Oh. I'm curious, what is the family perception? Sure. I'd love to hear that. And nothing is weird to me, just so you know. Like, hmm. I just like it's like something I feel like I get asked about a lot now. And now I'm curious. We, I think we've actually talked about this on this podcast before. Really? Yeah. With who? Um, With Jeremy? Yeah, yeah, and maybe Morse. Yada. Yeah. Yada. Um, oh yeah. Um, I <laughs> I think there is like a little bit of a cult perception. That's so funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's definitely like a coolness. That's so hysterically funny to me. <laughs> um. Yeah, a cult, a cool cult. <laughs> um, it's so, okay. So I know that like part of it is um, like just back in the day when Joe started doing concerts, he he wasn't a fan of concerts that said like so-and-so and friends. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. So he started saying family, uh. which is funny. That's just a very basic. But like, I think the family is just this group of people that somehow like Joe started working with. And I think we're all pretty like-minded in that we love what we do. We, um, there, Joe always says this thing about like eye rollers, whatever that means. Like, and I know I get annoyed when people are like, Oh, I just don't want to do the show tonight. It's like, really? Do you want to work in the restaurant? I worked at for like 11 years. Okay. Mm. That's all I have to think about. Like, and I'm like, Oh, I'm good to do the show tonight. (laughs) Um, and uh, it's not, it's like if there's any coolness in terms of like going out and drinking, it's literally like we had rehearsals, so we're going to go have a drink and talk about rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> like, what happened? Like that truly, like that's what it is. Um, and it's just like once somebody gets like folded into it, it's like they're there. Yeah. Like, and it's, I, I, I think it's a lot of people who are actors first, I, I mean, I don't, I don't even know how to define it. I mean, I guess, like, what I'm interested in is, like, we talk a lot about, like, artistic communities. And, like... I know he's so excited to work with you, too. I feel like it hasn't, like, worked out. Yeah, has it? The, yeah. But, anyway. Um, that's cool. I'm, I think he's great. Well, he thinks you're great. So. I think he's great. He Aww. thinks both of you are great. Also, sometimes he does sing Hummingbird Heart. <laughs> no, really? So do I. Yes. <laughs> at, like, like, absolutely, yes. Oh, you love that. Pregnancy Pack. You love Pregnancy Pack. Um, I, th- I guess, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious, like, mm, how, I mean, in this case, it sort of feels like something that just sort of, like, organically developed, right? It, d- it did. It did, yeah. But now, do, like, I guess, like, I'm, I'm very interested in, like, the idea of like cultivating artistic community. Yeah. So I think, I think I was thinking about this 
today like I kind of feel like though everybody has that like even like with you I can think of several performers I would think would be in your family that's like a Sam that's mm-hmm. an Ali Bo that's mm-hmm. an Emily Walton like I truly oh that makes I, me so happy to but hear. but those are like performers I I, I think of when I think of you uh, I was thinking like Ryan Scott Oliver it's like you think like uh, Alex Brightman Lindsay Mendez um, yeah uh, F. Michael Haney like there's just so yeah. I want to play this game all day yeah <laughs> actually like who else lived, 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 I haven't thought um, Michael R. Jackson Michael R. Jackson Molly Hager, Molly Hager. I've performed with him a bunch mm-hmm. um, he's using like Natalie Walker a bunch mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. everyone in Strange Loop yeah. Jason VC. that's how I feel like Jason VC got involved because we saw him in Strange Loop mm. and we're like oh my god he's so good and then um, and there's a lot of overlap because I yeah. also think you guys like yeah. unique, fun people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I guess I'm I'm curious, like, in terms of like your career. Yeah. Like how like how does how do you? I don't know how to ask this question. Ask but it. Like, ask it. Even mm-hmm. if you think it. I don't know. I like. Do you do you feel like belonging to this particular artistic uh-huh. community has like had like ramifications in your career um it's weird it's weird I think about this all the time um I'm it's it's been amazing and then also I'm incredibly self-conscious about it sometimes because we're married right and Mm. I I uh it's so funny because I I think anyone who's ever worked with us knows that it's it's people don't know for weeks sometimes when they don't know us that we're married. It's not that we're like cold to each other. It's just that we've worked together for so long. We've worked together when we're, we were broken up. We've worked together when we were together before we were broken up. We've always worked together. So there's not, um, I don't even know if this is what you asked, but there's, this is what I just worry about in my brain. There's not a doubt in my mind that I'm like a family member, honestly, because of my work first. Um, and so I'm always incredibly self-conscious that when somebody comes in and is like, oh, well, they're married. I just don't ever want anyone to think that. It really. It's so funny. It never would have even occurred to well, me that's for you, you to know worry me, about but that. I, but yeah. I worry about it constantly because if you don't know me I feel like it mm. just sounds like oh yeah his wife like of course she's gonna be mm. in be more chill during <laughs> Broadway like it makes me want to vomit when I think about it <laughs> yeah. um, but also I, I really know that that's not why because we've worked together for so again yeah. like yeah. between like fights in a hallway <laughs> where it's like positions you'd never put yourself in mm-hmm. um, but I mean I just want to say that like I think if anyone does think that, like in five seconds, like your work speaks for itself. That's really sweet. But Thank you. I, wor- yeah. I worry about it all the time. I understand worrying <laughs> all about the that. time. Yeah. Um, but also because like being in this group, I feel like um, like really and not just because of Joe, because it's like all so many of my best friends. I feel really safe and I feel really like um, like if we're ever performing in a group, it doesn't feel like scary. It's like, uh-huh. oh, we're here doing our mm. thing. And also we were, the the round of concerts we just did recently really felt special and were really good. And a lot of the material was the same. And I was like, I think it's done us good to get older. Mm. And I feel like there used to be this thing where we'd all kind of be like well I can do that too like and or that person gets to sing that song and oh, my song's always second or my song's always like in the middle like yeah. I know because performers are crazy and truly at this point it's like no I don't feel that way anymore I feel pretty good about what I do and like 
this person does this thing and I, like I'm never going to touch that but they're not going to be able to do what I do so it really has like helped me uh, helped me in my journey of being a little bit more secure um and it's so it's it is so f- funny too that um this thing is happening right now be more chill and it's going to Broadway and there's so many of us involved and it's so I mean you know I've dreamed of going to Broadway since I was five and I'm so excited it's really funny seeing how people um it it is very uh, it it means something it's different they like speak to you differently (laughs) and like what do you mean like um in terms of people um they ju- people just understand what Broadway is mm-hmm. and that's either in the industry or not. They understand what that is. Yeah. And so it's so funny to me because it's like we're doing the same thing we've been right. doing for 12 years. Right. The same yeah. thing. Same thing. Same spirit. Same material. Say everyone I think has gotten, I think like all of us, everyone I know, like keeps getting better, which is so cool. Um, but you know it's not it's not new <laughs> like right. so it is so funny that now people are kind of like oh look at these like i don't know like it's a new thing hmm. right it's not new yeah and it's new for broadway <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah new for new for broadway maybe and there are like a lot of new newer people um in it but then it just How feels like, feel like they're getting their broadway debut in the show in. uh th- Three of the cast members, me, Jason, and uh, Katie Carlson. And it's Joe's debut, too. And yeah. Joe Trace's. Um, it's Stephen Brackett's Broadway debut. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's so it's so insane because I met Jason and Joe on the same day. Um, my last year of college, and I met Jason first, and I met joe 10 minutes later because i got recommended to be in like a reading of black suits and i like i feel like i'm gonna cry i was like standing between them joe knew for four or five days about broadway before me and he never told me he didn't tell me because he wanted me to have that moment and i was like standing between them we were told it was we were supposed to come for an automation rehearsal and i guess i'm really gullible like (laughs) i didn't even notice coming to the theater that like people were acting weird and i came out on the stage eating a cookie and then I, I thought there would be 10 people out and there were like 50 on the stage. And so I was like, Jason, what's going on? He's like, uh, I don't know. And then Joe wouldn't look at me. And we found out and I was like hysterically crying. And I was like, oh, my God, like I'm standing between these two people that I happened to meet uh, 11 years ago on the same day. And now we're going to make our Broadway debuts together. And it was really it's really it's really special. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, totally weird. That is such a rare story, too, of, like, I mean, that it is this show it, with this, you know what I mean? But it's totally the weirdest thing. And clearly, it's not, like, all family members, although I think a lot of people just get, like, roped in eventually mm-hmm. somehow. Um, and, um, but, yeah, I think it is a rare thing to have so many good friends. Like, even though they our fucking band our band is yeah. like my band <laughs> like yeah. it's like dennis mike rosengarten like it's crazy and even like i didn't know um uh our drummer uh marcus and now like we just like recorded something before i came here it's just like it's just such a good group of people yeah danny janicucci right uh yeah oh like my god so yes yeah he's great um josh plotner too it's just like 
it doesn't it doesn't seem real like Jen Tepper at the helm and you know it's really cool because Jerry Goring is our lead producer and he's such a smart wonderful man and I think I like embarrassingly drunkenly tried to say this to him once which whatever (laughs) but I think what happens sometimes is people come in and they see something and they think it's really great and they help it move forward and then they try to change it and whether that's because they want to put their own stamp on it and say they did it or they think the changes are the better sometimes the changes really are but also I think Jerry has been so good about making necessary changes and trusting what's there um, Mm -hmm. a lot of the time and I think it's proven really successful (laughs) so far. That's another thing that like I feel like is so impressive and is related to the family aspect of things. Yeah. And I feel like the level of like commitment and understanding of the family of Joe's work. Yeah. I feel like makes it a lot easier to see what's there. Yeah. Mm. You mean like from people in it or like. Like just like even like I feel like you go to, you know, like a concert in the Lori Beachman. Yeah. And you hear a song, you know, piano only. And you just like you get what's special about it like even without a lot of yeah I mean I guess that could always that's literally that's what he says about any song is so funny whenever I play a song or we like hear a good song and Joe's always like you know the 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 test is just can it be played on a piano and like sung by a person like that's what's that's what a good song is but I do think like there's a lot of things if you get a piano and a performer that doesn't really get or connect with the material yeah it could be a great song that doesn't sound like it works yeah but I feel everyone like connects very deeply <laughs> I think with the material what's nice is also is now it's like oh that's acting like I don't have to be a tortured soul or something <laughs> like um but yeah I think everybody and he uh, he also really has an uncanny ability with matching up performers mm. with material he's really very good at it and it's even funny it's like in something like the Christmas show everybody's like everybody gets a little something it's kind of like what they're best like like one of the things they're not what they're best at not to go back to what we were saying but it's like (laughs) it's like one of the things they're best at and it really highlights like what show highlights 80 different people in a different way and like everybody's funny everybody's doing something that they're really great at and um he's yeah he's he's really He's really good at that. And also, actually, this is kind of, I'm just talk, talk, talking. Going back to what you said, what has been cool as being a part of this group is, like, let's say Joe's had some shows that um, he'll have a, a, a reading of through a theater. And then he'll, like, oh, I have a couple recommendations. Like, you might want to try these people. And some sometimes we won't get in the room, and sometimes we will get in the room. And what is really validating is that um, – <laughs> And also, like, sad is a lot of the times the professionals in the room are like, who are those people? And it's like, yep, you don't, you have no idea. But also, Mm -hmm. yep, like, you recognize that there's something cool and different. And so that has been cool. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I'm working on the Jonathan Larson project right now. And it's, I've been thinking about it constantly um and last night I feel like I had a very New York night I was going to see a friend in a reading and it it was late started like nine and I was walking and listening to these Jonathan Larson demos and it's so crazy to me because like the demos are pretty like you know just bootleg just on some some recording device a lot of time featuring his friends and it just reminds me so much of what all of us not just Joe but like all of us like in this room are doing 
and um and to think that he didn't you know get to see his work go further than it did even though it went like the furthest yeah and it just really makes me appreciate that that right now that's that's happening for for a lot of us and it also just yeah yeah the whole thing has given me a lot of um hope that it's just like oh yeah I think like all the people I do think are really talented like it's gonna happen it's just time you know that's all Rob <laughs>